Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I mentioned this story about breast check at the start of the programme today because they've announced that um, they've lost about 11 months of the breast check public screening and look it's due to the impact effectively of the COVID restrictions there's about 67,000 women were invited for the free mammogram in uh, 2020 like that compares to over 230,000 for instance the previous year before COVID in 2019 and um, they've also because of that delay the gap has been extended now to three years and no sign at the minute of when that will return back to the two-year interval I've no doubt that's probably it's it's a lot of worry for people that are waiting to receive appointments and we're on that initial list and it's being pushed out. But if it's something that you are currently waiting to receive the call for your breast check mammogram, do give us a shout here today. It's 1800 453 106. Uh, Brida is with us on the line, though. Brida, I believe y- your own cancer, it was actually caught during screening. Is that right? That is exactly right, Andrea. Um, I would call for a mammogram. And just before COVID and uh, then was called back because they found something. <clears throat> so luckily I went for my mammogram and luckily I was caught early. They actually told me I would not have found the lump myself for some time. So that mammogram probably saved my life or at least gave me a chance to get treatment and get sorted. Mm. So you were in the obviously then the, the early diagnosis stage, Brida, so... I was, yeah. yes. Uh, as I say, went for my mammogram and then they detected something there and I was called back. So, I mean, I'm horrified to hear about the number of women who have to wait for their mammograms because it's a vital service. And without that service, I don't know where I would be or what stage I would be at today, Andrea, to be very honest with you. How, like, in terms of the treatment, um, Brida, that you had to, mm-hmm. to undergo, like it's... It can be a lengthy process. It was a lengthy process. And uh, because of COVID as well, I, I, of course, was very much on my own. I just had my husband and my daughter at home and they were very much alone as well. So, I, you know, just speaking to people on my friends and family on phone, I couldn't see anybody, et cetera, et cetera. But once I was in the system, and I just have to say at this stage that um, the team in St. Vincent's were just amazing mm. people. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of work to be done before you actually receive treatment because they have to see if you're able, for example, to take chemotherapy. So I had a lot of blood tests. I had to have a, um, a, a heart uh, examination, all of that before you actually begin. And I had surgery. I had two surgeries. So I had the lump uh, lumpectomy first, and then I started chemotherapy about two weeks after the lumpectomy. And then after that, it was uh, radiotherapy. And uh, I also received a a drug called Herceptin, which I went back every month to receive after my uh, initial diagnosis and lumpectomy. You you had a long road, Brida. I had a long road, but I will I will I will have to say um, they, they, they do say to you, you know, you, you, you can you, you can say the next year is going to be yeah. dedicated to this. And I was prepared for that. And as I say, uh, the fact that COVID was present as well made it a, a lonely road because, uh, you know, you go in there, you're sitting for a couple of hours uh, having your chemotherapy and um, you're spending the day there and then you come home and it's, it's, it's different. Your, your family are, you know, very positive and trying to help you. But it is a long, lonely road. 
And as I say, without the, the wonderful care of the, the people in St. Vincent's, mm. um, I think it would have been a different story for me. I needed support. I needed help because when you sit in a room and your doctor turns around and says, I'm afraid to tell you it is cancer, it's it's nobody or nothing can prepare you for that shock when you hear those words, you know. The it's you know I, I think what a lot of people are probably just maybe is is worried the right word but like if you're somebody that's in the system and you know you had just previously mm-hmm. had your initial appointment prior to COVID in 2019 and then you were due to get it and that's obviously been pushed back and and maybe you've gone from the 2019 appointment and you're now you know pushed out basically three years yep. to kind of catch up. Yep. Like it's it's great. I always think to see so many people going for their breast check screening. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic service I, that we have, and I'm a it huge is, supporter yeah. of the screening, um, yeah. because of the work that it does. And as as you said yourself, Breda, and we all know so so many people in our lives that have maybe had to engage with the breast check uh, with the screening yep. system and, and yep. know the great work that it does. But yep. it is worrying for people, though. You know, when they, they hear oh. Oh, it's another year away and. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, all of the, the advertisements out there are saying, you know, um, early detection, um, you know, as soon as you feel something wrong or, you know, go and get it checked out. So early detection is the key, you know, in many instances with, with breast cancer. So, you know, to wait and, you know, to have uh, to, to sit back and say, oh, I have to wait another year, two years, three years, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's outrageous, really. And I think, you know, women deserve better. We deserve more. We deserve uh, our breast check. And um, I think if we have to bring more people on board to help that out, well, then so be it. And in a way, I suppose we're a little bit luckier here in Dublin. I mean, if you're down the country, the wait is probably longer again, Andrea, to be honest with you. I know the um, uh, breast check spokesperson had talked previously about, look, obviously with the COVID guidelines that that was beyond or out of their control. But there too apparently is a um, a, a global shortage or a challenge of staff recruitment and in particular, of course, in, in radiology. Um, and that's the area that, that, that you know, a, a lot mm-hmm. of people will be working in with, um, with breast check. And that is adding to the delays. They haven't been in a position to say when that three year, no. um, that three year date is going to revert back to, to just two. Breda, will yeah. you stay with us? Because I, I want I to bring in will. yeah another another caller as well. Um, Lauren is with us on the line. Lauren, what's your experience? Um, hi, Andrea. So mine was um, a little bit different, I suppose, to Breda's. Um, so last April um, 2021, I was uh, 21 years old and found a lump myself in the shower. So obviously because of the age, I was far too young to be like included in the screening yeah. system um so i found the lump around the end of april um went straight to the gps get to um referred but because of um my age i was actually deemed not urgent by the public system um even though my mom is actually a BRCA1 mutation carrier um which we thought would would flag as urgent um but i was actually in college at the time so i sat my uh, third year college exams um and then rang for an update when i was finished and that's when i was told that I was an urgent and I was actually put on a, I think it was a 12-week waiting list at the time. Okay. Um, but I, luckily I had health insurance, so I was able to be seen privately probably two weeks after that. Um, so it was probably six weeks from when I found the lump to when I got the, to when I got seen. Um, and then 
on the 4th of June last year, I was diagnosed with um, stage 3 triple negative breast cancer. So obviously me having found it, I thought that I had found it early, but it turns out that it, it hadn't really been. But I was just lucky that I found it when I did, really. And you find that you found it yourself, Lauren, as well? Yeah, in the shower. Yeah. Um, it was just by chance, really. Because I, I know breast check, and, and I should say that too, and, and the GPs and the Cancer Society, you know, talk about, um, I suppose, being familiar with your breasts and, and knowing what to look out for. And, and that's obviously something, Lauren, that you, you, were, you were clearly doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I remember seeing a lot of stuff, was it 2020, I think, yeah. um, in October for, like, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and I'd seen people like Rosie Connolly and, you know, the people on Instagram talk That's about right, it. yeah. We spoke to um, Rosie here on the show, actually. Yeah, um, and I followed her for ages. And I had kind of, because my mom has the BRCA1 mutation, she actually had ovarian cancer when I was 16. So I kind of had been familiar-ish with it, but still thought at 21, like, you're yeah. <laughs> invincible, nothing could happen to me. So um, I had been kind of aware then since October. Um, and luckily that, that I was, um, that I was able to find it in April and get get the rest of that sorted but that was kind of what I had said to my friends and stuff was that to just be be aware of yourself because obviously we're so far we're about 30 years out of the the public system so we have to just check it ourselves and did you have to you know go go through obviously then the um the, the 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 routine I suppose afterwards in the aftermath of finding it Lauren yeah, um, so I had all the scans and stuff then, similar to Frida, I had the heart check and all the those kind of scans. But then because of my age, um, they kind of said that they weren't sure how the chemotherapy would, um, how I would react to it because it's not usually my age that, that received that, that regimen. So I had um, a cycle of IVF done as well um, because they just don't know how your fertility will react, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, of course. Um, so I had that, um, so I kind of, I didn't start chemo for a month, I think, after I was diagnosed, and then had 20 weeks of chemotherapy, um, I had a full mastectomy and reconstruction, because I was then told that I have the BRCA mutation as well, Um, and then I had 15 sessions of radiation, so I finished in March this year, and I'm actually getting ready at the moment to go back to college in September, so... (laughs) And how are you, how are you, like, Lauren, you're very, obviously, you're just, you know, you've, you're very pragma- pragmatic about it and focused, obviously, on getting back to, back to studies and back to college. But you're keeping yeah, well. Um, I think, I suppose, with all my friends, they were very good at kind of keeping everything as normal yeah. as possible. Um, like, they all went back to college and stuff in September, but they were all around during the summer when I was diagnosed. So they were just kind of, you keep busy and do whatever you can do. Um, so it kind of made me look forward to, being able to go back and do that so I went back playing football I think exactly 12 weeks after my surgery Did I didn't wait any longer and then ran the I did the 100k fundraiser in June for Breast Cancer Ireland um, and yeah back to college now in September oh, well so. best of luck with that Lauren it's you know it's you've had a, a long a long couple of months of it um, no doubt about that so I'm, I'm sure you're delighted to get back to kind of the, the daily routine of it all and back into studies and, and lectures and all that goes with that um, Caroline is with us as well as joining us too in Dublin Caroline have you had your screening? I did yes and what's your experience? Um, I found it very good. I turned 50 in September 2020 during the lockdown. It was like one of the bad lockdowns that we had. So I wasn't expecting to be called for, you know, I, you know, a good while after that because obviously everybody was saying it was so long. But I got called um, 
I think earlier this year, but about January, February, or okay. I got the letter, and I was in and done by March, say. So I'm not even fifty-two yet. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's probably being done, considering you know the the, the two years for COVID. Mm. Um, I thought it was quite. Quite good. You got yours early. You know, well, it's great to no. hear a positive, you know, exper- mm, experience yeah, as well. Because I know even from the text coming in here today on the on five three one zero six, like it's just people talking about waiting and thought they would have been called and when will they be called and uh, looking for more information and, and perhaps we might actually, um, if somebody in breast check wants to give us a shout, they can do so if they want to talk about this. It's eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. Um, Brida, did I? I just wanted to ask you as well. Like, I mean, how how are you keeping yourself at the minute? God, yes, I'm, 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 I'm feeling very well. Yeah. I'm feeling very good, but uh, it does not for confidence as well. You know, it does. I went back for my uh, yearly mammogram after everything recently. I went in March and everything was okay. But it is something that's, I suppose, there in the back of your head all the time. Uh, you try to keep going and you do, you know, the best you can. But it is, you know, scary times. And uh, again. Um, the breast cancer services have wonderful, uh, they have, of course, uh, counselling, etc. But again, because of COVID, I couldn't do all of that. But uh, on the whole, yeah, I'm, I'm out the other end. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm determined to encourage people to go and have a breast check. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people don't go, actually. And uh, I was told that when I was going through my own um, breast cancer journey, that a lot of people actually don't turn up for their mammogram. And I mean, that in itself is unfair to other women who are, are waiting and maybe further down the line, you know. But a lot of people don't actually turn up okay. for their mammogram. Well, even in Lauren's point as well, too, about just being, you know, breast aware and, and knowing what to look out for and, and how to do it. Um, I, I know myself that it's something that I, I would try to do at least on a, on a regular enough basis um, and just even to kind of be aware of the changes or things to, to look out for, for sure. Uh, Brida, Lauren and Caroline, listen, thanks a million to you all for joining us here on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.